Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Get Merry Show. Let's be best friends and talk about real life, the mess, the magic, and everything in between. Every week, you'll walk away feeling inspired with doable action steps and realize you're never alone. I'm Emma. And I'm Carla. We're your hosts. You might know us as the Merrymaker Sisters. And yes, we are real life sisters. Are you ready? Let's get merry. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Welcome to episode 232 on the Get Merry podcast. And we have just finished a delicious iced mocha. So we're feeling super energetic. Oh my gosh. Like, Thank I you know. For making it for me, by the way. <laughs> that is my pleasure. Seriously, I know, like, it's, it's still a drug, right? Caffeine. <laughs> but I really like it. Me too. And I. I know it's bad to rely on something, but I was so tired before because I had a really bad sleep Mm. because I had to get stitches in my back and my back was sore and it was keeping me up. But anyway, and then it also made me freak out a little bit because in the Get Merry, no, not Get Merry, the Merry Body Online Summit, it's like, whoa, back in 2017 there, Uh, Merry Body Online Summit, we've been talking to all these amazing doctors and naturopaths and sleep keeps coming up and the importance of sleep. Mm. So I think it was, you know, one of those like loopholes, negative loopholes where I'm like, I can't get to sleep. I can't. Oh no, this is so bad for me. Oh my gosh. Like my health, my hormones. Oh, and you know, guys, like I don't recommend doing that at all. But no, anyway, no. the coffee has reawakened my everything. <laughs> so this is why we can do this podcast now. So this podcast is brought to you by coffee. And, yeah, thank God for coffee. So good. But yeah, isn't it funny when you hear about something and you and then you start freaking out about something? And I think oh. that's the worst thing we can do when we learn something. It's so terrible. And then we can become like so fixated on it. And when it goes the, the way that we don't want it to go, for example, not getting enough sleep, then you're like, oh my God. And then that causes more anxiety. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, rule number one, whenever learning anything new to do with like Health especially, but I think anything, like even mindset when you're like thinking, oh, I want to be more grateful. And then you realize you're a really ungrateful person. And then you catch yourself being ungrateful all the time. And you're like, I'm the worst grateful person ever. And then you just tell yourself how bad you are. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you beat yourself up about Mm. not performing Mm. when you learn this new thing. And it actually is taking three steps backwards Mm. instead of any steps forwards. And we're better off just staying where we are being like, ah, I'm going to accept this. I'm going Mm. to be okay with myself. I'm going to hug myself. Oh, so human self. I'm so compassionate for myself. Yes. Mm. And anyway, I did eventually get to sleep. But it has been really fun learning all these new things. But we're not just talking about the Merry Body Online Summit. But if you want to join, you totally should. Yeah, make sure you sign up over at 
summit.themerrymakersisters.com. That will take you directly to the page where you can grab your free pass. It's all happening on the 1st to the 2nd of February, 2020. It's online. It means you can listen to these sessions from the comfort of wherever you are. Plus, when you grab the free pass, you'll have 48 hours after the session to watch the replay. So if you're like, well, I'm not going to watch things on a Saturday or a Sunday or I have something on, don't freak out, still sign up and you'll get the replay. Um, We've been saying, you know, even if there's just one session that has been taking your fancy, sign up and just listen to that Mm. one. Like you don't need to listen to all 26 or 27, I think it is, sessions that are available for free for you at home. You can just listen to one, two, three, four, five. It doesn't really matter how many, but you will get something from each and every one of them. I mean, I've been blown away by all of them. Like, so blown away and feeling really empowered, I think. Mm. And, you know, the thing I've noticed mostly throughout them all, <laughs> sorry, I didn't pronounce my surf very well then. Through. Through. <laughs> Is that, you know, it's all about those tiny little steps. It's just taking step by step, not putting all the pressure on mm. yourself. And I think like that's what we are all about because mm-hmm. this is what makes up the life. It's the steps that make up the big journey. It's the little tiny, tiny moments that make up the big picture. I would be keen to know if you have like a, like a one thing that stood out. Like, like a, a key a, learning. Across Ooh. the whole summit. Oh my gosh, so many, but I think like what I really enjoyed was hearing Nat Kringu just talk about fasting yesterday. Mm. And I mean, like fasting keeps coming up. I mean, we've heard about fasting for years and years, but it just made a lot of sense to me how she put it Mm. and, you know, talking about it really benefiting your hormones and keeping you in more balance Mm. because this is really important for everyone. And your restoring of cells. Yeah, restoring our stomach cells and like digestion. And I mean, I've had like a lifetime of digestion issues. Mm. And I mean, if this one little act can help repair, it felt really doable how she talked about it. And it also wasn't about weight loss. And that's why I was like, wait a minute, like I'm not fasting to lose weight. I'm fasting to heal myself. Yeah, I really liked that as well. And again, I really just liked how she put everything, she made everything not scary. She made everything really simple. And um, again, with the empowerment, like that's how we felt after finishing that. It was just like, Oh my gosh, like we have so much power to make ourselves feel even better. Yeah, so I really loved that. And I mean, it was also because we recorded it yesterday. yesterday. So, so so maybe it's just yeah, like top I wish, of mind. Like I would really like to go back in time when we, you know, when we uh, interviewed Carly and when we interviewed like. Oh, Carly's was so I, good. I mean, Ellen's last week's uh, podcast episode, you can actually tune into that one and get like that sneak peek of one of the sessions that is happening on the weekend. But there's so much goodness. There's naturopaths, nutritionists. Uh, yoga teachers, meditation experts, psychologists, doctors, like yeah. there's all kinds of financial planners. I know. Like, there's all kinds of people who are part of this summit and they all bring their own kind of magic, their own knowledge, their own wisdom, their own stories. And they make everything seem reachable and doable. Yeah. So and make sure you do sign up. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it because it is such a holistic, it's not just yeah. food. It's yeah. not just mindset. It's everything. And that's mm. what we are all about. The mm. the whole big picture. Yeah. But anyway, I guess like, where are we heading here? Because we're banging on about this Merry Body Online Summit, which is amazing. But it also kind of promoted the topic for today. Mm. 
I guess I don't even know how I think because we were just were reflecting and talking about fasting and I think actually what really brought it up for me was that Nat brought up and you know you when you have a bit of pasta it's fine like you can be a little bit more flexible with your eating when you fast and I was like huh that's cool because (laughs) like hang on a second I can eat pasta Uh, but what it ma- reminded me of was how far you and I have come with our food mm. and our relationship with food, Carl's, mm. because as I have mentioned on this podcast before, I am currently dating an Italiano, so therefore gelato and pizza has <laughs> come into my life. And it's now a core part of Emma's food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. But but it, How fun, though. I know. It is fun. And it's been like this really – Like it's been a journey Mm. because, you know, he took me for pizza and I, like the anxiety, Mm. I felt the anxiety in my body because pizza was that thing. Pizza was the food that we used to eat on a Friday night with the family. I mean, I remember when I was in high school, like really young, I would be like, Emma, only one piece of pizza, like really restrictive. So like, I mean, hello, like I was still hungry after. And that, that's like, that's disorderly eating yeah. right there. And then we go to the complete opposite of myself where pizza was around and it was like, how many pizzas can I eat? Because this only happens once a week. <laughs> Um, 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 um. <laughs> you guys, I wish and you had seen Carla's face just then. Like, it was very funny and animated. Yeah, because and then how do I feel afterwards? We're yeah. both feeling these feelings like you're freaking starving and I'm full as a gug about to vomit, <laughs> like about to feel sick. I am feeling sick because I've eaten yeah. too much. But then, I, And then later in my life it would go the other way around yeah. where I remember looking in the fridge and leftover pizza and I'd like stuff my face with mm. cold pizza. And, like, this wasn't food to enjoy. This was binging. This was me binging and then most probably I would go and vomit. Yeah. And, I mean, like, this is – you know, I never really reflected back then, but, you know, reflecting now as uh, now I've, like, healed my relationship Mm. with food and gotten through all that, it was – it was, like, big. Like, it was really big and eating this pizza – and enjoying it mm. and being present and knowing that, oh, my gosh, it's okay that I eat this. It just was like this, I don't know, it was like this final like, oh, mm. you've really healed this mm-hmm. this past trauma. This relationship. This past like, like I, don't know, I don't even know how to describe that relationship with food, but it was totally dysfunctional and totally all-consuming, negative mm-hmm. and – it took up all the space in my mind. Yeah, well, I mean, if we can paint a picture for you guys, if you haven't listened to our other episodes where we talk a lot about this, like the binge eating episode, um, crop tops and fat rolls, like they're two good episodes to probably yeah, tune scroll into. back. I think it's like about 91 <laughs> yeah. and 100 and something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know. Now we're at 232. Jeez. Huh? And we definitely do for a food episode. Um, like – our whole lives, our our moments, our minutes, our hours, our days, our months were consumed around thinking about what am I going to eat for breakfast? What did I eat for breakfast? Okay, now I can eat lunch. What did I eat for lunch? Oh, yeah, that was good. Good job. Now I'm going to eat dinner. What about snacks? What am I going to eat? And then if we would go off the plan, it was like, you know, days or a week feeling guilty about this one meal that we ate and beating ourselves up and then feeling anxious about our next meal. There was never a moment of peace. There was never a moment of like, you're okay. It was like, you're bad. You're a bad human because you ate. 
seriously, oh, like I reflect again and, and I feel sad and like, oh my gosh, like I wish that, you know, if, if I could go back and tell past Emma mm. like a message, it's just like, you know what, like you're okay as you are. Mm-hmm. And food can be your friend. Mm-hmm. And this relationship is like this cage. It felt mm-hmm. it was like it was like we were in this cage of and we had the key. Mm-hmm. And it didn't allow any magic to come in. It didn't allow any new ideas to flow in. It was like this really big block on our potential mm-hmm. because our minds were consumed, our lives were consumed. Mm. I mean, like anything that occupies your brain like that and occupies your schedule where it's like, okay, like what am I eating now and Mm. where's my snack and, oh, my God, I've got anxiety because my friends have asked me out for dinner and I don't like that restaurant. Mm. I've checked the menu. There's nothing on there Mm. I can eat. I mean, that just occupies all space and therefore what is it taking away Mm. from everything? Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, this pizza thing is really interesting because it was almost like – we had this one type of food that was still like a thing. Like we still were worried about it. We still were like, oh, and when we eat pizza, that's still a naughty meal, like bad humans. And this was like, you will get fat. Yeah, you will after this get, one meal. You will gain 10 kilograms yeah, in one night. Like watch out because yeah. pizza will do that to you. And I think, yeah, because we had had this past relationship with pizza in the past, it still was with us. And that's why Emma was like, wow like when you did feel anxious going to pizza but then remember I messaged you and I was like going for pizza and I remember running back and I was like enjoy every bite like I was like do not feel guilty I said own this decision eat the pizza love every bite and enjoy your company and you want to know the thing is is that after Emma did it I went and did it not like on the same night but I was like oh my god like we're allowed to eat pizza like this is a thing and I was like so excited because it was like you doing that but me also sending you that message was almost like myself sending it to myself yeah I get that and then it was like I had this permission to now book into the Italian restaurant so me and Joel could go for pizza yeah. and like Joel's like over the moon because pizza is like his favorite food and I'm always like pizza is a no like no pizza I know. and then he was just like hang on a second who's this girl <laughs> who's yeah. this one I like her uh, and then again I was feeling anxious and then I remember what I told you and I was like Carla like you don't eat pizza every night like it's okay. Yeah. Enjoy this. And I mean, in the end, I mean, we talk about it all the time in other aspects of life, right? That, I mean, how many times have I brought up, we are all going to die? Like, I talk about this often. Mm. So morbid, Emma. Jeez. Like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I'm so dark. I really am. I'm like a dark person, like, dressed as a light. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just realistic. It's realistic. And it's the truth. I'm all about the truth. And that is the truth mm. that our time on this planet, in this body is not infinite and I'm not saying to disrespect our body and disrespect our health no 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 I'm saying to respect our health Mm. and if you are finding yourself being too regimented too stressed out too um like just 
obsessing Mm. i mean it's that obsession it's Mm -hmm. that unhealthy obsession it's orthorexia where Mm. you're obsessed with eating healthy and you cannot get off that healthy Mm. plan and if you do you beat yourself up about it and i mean that is actually more disrespectful to yourself and your health Mm -hmm. because that stress as we all know as we know from listening Mm. to how many merry body online uh summit everyone everyone stress every single one of them almost Stress, overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if we can, and yeah, we do, so choices like our dinner and our lunches and our breakfast. Like, let's try and alleviate the stress involved there, and let's try and heal the relationships with the types of food that we want to keep in our lives. Like, maybe pizza isn't your food, but maybe there's something else. I'll give some examples. Like for you, it might be ice cream. Like, just represents like complete unhealthy bad no no even cake like things yeah. like birthday cake like you've been you know you had the relationship of when you would go to birthday parties and you'd skip the birthday cake yeah uh hello i did that all the time like yeah. growing up like yeah from like 18 to 22 i would never eat the birthday cake how sad well but i missed out on the birthday cake i think um this is how i am with cake now because i really do love cake but I also know that we can make healthier versions so easily. Oh, so, yeah. And if I – like, if I do see, like, a sugar field, like, sugary cake, I am actually don't want to eat that. No, like, I'm the same, and I think the taste would also – we would be so yeah. not used to the taste. Whereas, I mean, the pizza is, like, it's a proper Italian restaurant, and it's gluten-free, and there's, a, like, oh, my God, so much cheese on it, like, ridiculous amounts. So it's, like, almost a proper pizza – and also the restaurant we go to got gluten-free base of Australia, like the, best, the best base. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. If you guys what, are on the Gold Coast, you Oh, my God, go. you're booking Gemellini. Yeah, is Gemellini. It Gemellini. Yeah, Gemellini at Nobby's. Nobby's. The little one. It's so cute. It's really cute. This we're, is we're not actually, a sponsored podcast, no, by the way. We're actually going on Friday night for sister a sister day. date, and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Because we've been talking about it, because you've been going with your Well, I only went, I've only been twice. Yeah, you went twice with your person. I think I've had it twice with Joel. And now I'm, we keep saying, we have to go with sisters, like have a sister date. So now we're finally doing it and we're so excited. It's going to be so, so much fun. You'll see it on Instagram probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe it's cake for you. Maybe it's maybe it's like milkshakes or something. I don't know, whatever it might be. Like how can we, if you want to bring it back into your life, how can we try and heal that relationship so we don't fall down into these like guilt-driven wormholes of darkness for for even one breath? Like, I know. let's try not get there. And the way that, I mean, the way that we've been doing it is, again, with this whole, like, consciously deciding and owning our decision. Being like, I'm going to go out for pizza and I'm going to enjoy every bite. And also knowing that, you know, when you're doing this with people you care about mm-hmm. and you love, with people you have fun with, mm-hmm. Like that is actually so beneficial for our health, mm-hmm. like to create these connections with other humans over food. I mean, that is one of the, we've talked about the blue zone it's areas. Like, I think it's the second, like, so number one is the relationships that you have. But the the second thing that they all talk about is eating with loved ones. Yeah. So like eating and drinking with people yeah so having that community feel and enjoying the meal with others and isn't that amazing? like the two things like it's not what you eat it's how you're yeah. eating well I mean I think about this often as someone who lives by themselves I mean I will cook up 
like chicken, sweet potatoes, mm. some steamed greens. I mean, yeah, very healthy and delicious food. Mm. And then I'll kind of like eat it really unconsciously mm. because I'm by myself. I'm just like eat it and then go do my mm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, wow, like that probably is more unhealthy than going out for pizza and like doing it slowly and like yeah. having fun and like actually sitting down and being mindful, whereas I was at home eating something healthier mm. and I rushed and I mm-hmm. like didn't, I wasn't present mm-hmm. and ugh, like that's horrible. So true. So it's yeah. like, wait a minute, like let's like really reflect here. How do we eat? Like it's okay what we eat, but how do we eat? Yeah, I think I saw someone share something like, you know, pizza, like p- pizza, wine and love like is better than salad and bitching yeah i saw that as well i can't remember who shared it but we'll find it yeah we'll find it but it it made so much sense and like there were these two photos where like you know the people with the pizza and the wine they're laughing and like oh it looks so fun and then the salad and the bitching was like and like yeah there's so so much to energy because we are energy like that is what we are made of so if we're have if we're eating and the energy we're feeling is like or like i'm a bad human because i'm eating this meal like we can obviously we can obviously feel and even when I talk it out and the like the kind of words and how I'm saying them is that it's not going to create a nice environment within our bodies no and digest and I think it's I mean I also want to add here like you know if you have a health issue if you have to go on some protocol because you have gut issues Mm -hmm. like yeah like do that first Mm -hmm. like get healthy first and then enjoy the food that's on the on the no list every now Mm -hmm. and again and the reason like I, I like that you brought that up because I think again it's all about our intention behind it so when you're going on these protocols it's because you want to heal your body like you're healing something within your body it's not about what you look like externally yeah it's not about thinking oh well if I eat bone broth like that means I'm going to lose some weight as well so that's a bonus like it's like let's not think about that like let's actually just think about the healing reasons why we're choosing to do something it's so amazing to go from places of like you know all our goals were always external like it was always about weight loss Mm -hmm. it was always about what we looked like it was like we went to lift weights to create different bodies yeah it's so nice to not have those goals anymore different bodies externally oh yeah all externally it wasn't nothing about, like bone density no or, um yeah being able to feel ease in our body and strength in our body it was to literally look different it was to look like someone else it was like to look like the people in the magazines to look like people on instagram mm-hmm. to have the flat stomach to be able to wear the new fashion trend because that tight dresses were in it's like oh my god like i just want to wear loose clothes because they're like, comfy please never ever i will never wear a bandage dress i'm sorry i don't know how anyone eats in them <laughs> they don't move they wear spanks they wear spanks i don't want to wear spanks it's too tight i want to wear like flowing like linen beautiful like just clothes or like my denim shorts and a singlet yeah pretty much <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. Oh. Yeah, but I feel like it's just, it's, you know, it's an interesting thing to reflect on. And I mean, what else have we done to really heal the relationship well, that we've had with food? I mean, I definitely think doing this together has mm, been, I mean, true. it has had its times where it was negative, where mm-hmm. we would like kind of spiral each other. Well, we can see with my example that I gave that yeah. my, that you inspired me, yeah. but it works the other way too. Oh, yeah. In that you inspired me in a not so good way yeah. or I inspired yeah. you in a not so good exactly. way. Exactly. And I mean, we would also be quite competitive, I remember, like, 
or you I remember you talked about how if I worked out and yeah. you hadn't worked out, you'd be like, oh, I need to go work out now. Yeah. I feel really bad. And it's it's a weird, like that's so weird. But it's such it's, a sister thing, I, I think. know. It's I like, get and a best friend thing, maybe. Yeah. Like we spend so much time together and we've gone on these journeys together mm-hmm. as well. But now we're in a really healthy place, so mm-hmm. it's just inspiring each other. But I, having that person, having that community, it doesn't have to be in real life. It can be online. A lot of Marybody studio people do it with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they have a bad day, they put it in the group. Yeah. And then, boom, like five comments later, someone, like, telling them that it's okay like and saying, this is up. me too. It's yeah. it's like sharing and having that mutual mm-hmm. experience is the best connection ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also yoga and Pilates full stop as well, like being more in tune for my body, Mm -hmm. getting more grateful for my body for its ability, not just what it looks Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I I agree. And then also thinking about the the deeper level of yoga and Pilates in that the overall mission, especially Mary Body, I guess the core mission is to create self-acceptance. Yeah. And everything that we create, is built from that. So when we're developing a class, like we have that in mind. When we teach the class, we have yeah. that in mind. We're sharing messages about that. We're writing about it. People are talking about it. How do I do this? Do this meditation, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, what's the intention also behind the movement? Because yeah, we can move our bodies and we can breathe and we can feel amazing just physically. But when we add an intention, like when we say, I'm going to offer up all of this doing for this greater good, like not just for me, but the world, because who knows the ripple effect that that could have. Mm-hmm. It's like that is just beyond powerful. Yeah. And wow, self-acceptance is not like a message that we really hear everywhere. No. I mean, you, I don't know where where else we hear it unless you seek it out. Especially when it comes to movement. Yeah. Because yeah, so where true. do we – like, yeah, there's a few other people doing it, but where do we see it where it's like do this workout? But, hey, you're already amazing. Like I know. It's, it, usually it's fueled by – let's work that muffin top or let's get rid of, let's build a six pack yeah. or let's lo- let's burn the calories that we ate over Christmas. Well, and it's just when we come from that mindset doing movement, yeah, like we can already see the difference in the end result. I mean, even the fact that, I mean, we have shared before and afters previously of ourselves, never of other people, but of ourselves. And it felt really yuck mm-hmm. every time we did it. And we were like, no, no, we have to because this is what gets people in. And then the mm-hmm. greater good is that the message is mm-hmm. acceptance. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of our members wrote to us and like got – she was like, what are you doing? Like this is not you guys and yeah. blah, blah, And we were like – firstly, we were like, no, like, no, like we need to do this. Like, no, you're wrong. Like you don't understand. You don't like, get it. This is what everyone does. And then – we were like, after probably about a week of pondering. No, I think it. I think we we went back again and did it though. I think it took us twice. We stopped and then we did it again. Yeah, that's right. But you know what? Like, I'm also going to be like compassionate to ourselves. Yeah. That, like business is hard sometimes, and yeah. we were stressing because yeah. we needed to grow, and we thought this was the only way we yeah, could grow because so that's what you know the Kayla it signs. Yeah. That's how she got her business up and yeah. running before and afters yeah but actually then we did it that time and we were like okay enough is enough this mm. does not feel good and it's so not aligned and the that decision was again so empowering yeah. and we 
we love to have that kind of value behind yeah. what everything we do now. Now it's it's so much more than just like a workout thing that we do to to like change your body. It's not even about that no. at all, which I think is the most exciting thing. Yeah, and I think as well, I guess it made us more proud of what we do and it made me also be like, hey, you know what? Like I'd rather stand by my values and create a slower growing business mm-hmm. if it means that I get to stay with my values yeah. and like connect to what I truly care about, which I mean the reason why we create this and do this is simply to share with as many people as we can that where you are right now in your life, whether it's your body, your your brain, your soul, your, your job, your relationships, wherever you are, you are – you're okay. You're yeah. enough. You are beautiful. You're amazing. You are intelligent. You are clever. You are everything. Mm-hmm. You are the universe. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Like you are magic. Mm. And it's okay that you want to make a change. Of course, I'm excited. Yeah, this is what human evolution is all about and our life and our experience. It's to to live and to experience change and to have those magical moments and be like, hey, I want to do that. Can I do that? Yes, yeah, I can do the that. Way. And, I mean, that is what I care about the most. And Mm. it's, as you said, empowering and exciting. And Mm. if that means it's going to take a longer time to grow, then, Mm. like, so be it. I'm going to enjoy this ride. And I always just think, like, my biggest lesson in life is patience. And, like, it's like – and that is the forever practice, right? And I also want to, like, add on from there, Emmy, that what you were saying is, like, yeah, you want to make a change. Cool. But – the only time where you can make a change and feel again whole enough acceptance for yourself is when you first accept yourself Yeah. before you make the change. So we don't want to go and be like, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to, I'm going to reach this goal. I'm going to do this and this and this, because when you get there and you haven't practiced acceptance before you get there, Suddenly, you already want to be somewhere else. Yeah. And it's this forever grasping and reaching and this forever like angst of like, I'm not right. I'm not, I'm not like, I don't yeah. feel good in my body. I don't feel like I'm me. I don't feel like grounded. We're forever like floating around, like trying to go over there because the grass looks greener, apparently. But we must first practice acceptance before we can then move forward into making the change. Mm. You don't have to be perfect at it. There's no such thing as like fully accepting yourself. You're always going to fall back. You're always going to be triggered and be like, hang on a second, there's a thing. I didn't notice that before. Well, I think as well, even from the last week's episode 231 with Ellen, how Mm. she said it's a natural human behavior to compare yourself and wait, to compare yourself Upwards. Upwards. So, Upward comparison. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we don't compare people, ourselves to people who we see, I don't want to say below, but like, like you know, people not as well off mm. could be an example. So we don't compare ourselves to people with less money or people who you define as less attractive mm. or people you define as uh, something you less don't want to be. Yeah, and you, 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 I mean, you as in all of us humans naturally compare ourselves, yourself to people who you, inverted commas, think better, like you think are better than you. So this is where it's like, oh, wow, like, hey, it's a natural human thing. It's not just me. Yeah, and then that's, I mean, that's the cool thing is that when we practice acceptance, then 
once again, we alleviate the chance that that will happen as much as it does, like yeah. that comparison. Because yeah. if we accept ourselves, not only do we accept ourselves, we begin to accept everyone around us and we begin to become the yogi who is like, I am uh, I am you, you are me and we are one and you begin to think this and of course you don't think that all the time. Of course you don't. Oh my gosh, like, no. As if, we're all humans. Like you don't just live in this yogi land where like we all just like, we're all one. Like that is not, reality well I think maybe some people do I am not one of them I'll put my (laughs) hand up like judgment comes out of my mouth judgment totally does and I am the first to admit that I am not perfect and you know I I read all the yogi philosophy and all the philosophies that I've read whatever it's like I haven't read all the philosophy (laughs) I'm a philosopher (laughs) oh yeah but you know you read it and it makes sense and you want to be like that Mm. but then you notice yourself saying something and you're like wow that's awful Mm. yeah but the thing is you caught it yeah and then you bring the awareness and then that allows you to come back to love and and the only way you can ever learn is when you do do that so like when you do judge what about hey what about this Carl's like here's a question Mm. what about if you think judgmental thoughts but you don't say it out loud they're still judgmental though aren't they and that's still like it's actually probably better to say it out loud than be like oh I just Mm. heard that for what it really Mm -hmm. is I'm going to come back to my truth love Mm -hmm. uh human compassion for myself first compassion for myself it's okay you're human you Mm -hmm. judge now let's come back to love or compassion for the person I just judged. Sorry. Yeah. And I think again, like with the thoughts is like being kind to ourselves when we realize that we're having those thoughts. It's like, it's okay. And I think one of the greatest things from the summit was Miriam's uh, talk. Miriam's a clinical psychologist and she talked about body image and she gave us this really great exercise of just like noticing parts of the body and without judgment. So yeah. it was like, look at your hand, like describe your hand. What do you see? Try not to use judgmental words. Judgmental words being like weird, um, fat, like things like Wrinkly, that. Wrinkly, spotty. Yeah. And so we're just trying to describe the hand without doing that. And I think when we catch ourselves judging other people or yeah. other things, we can bring that tool That's into a good practice idea. as well and be like, no that's a human, they have hair, they have eyes, yeah. they have this, they have that, they have a beating heart, like that kind of thing yeah. instead of being like, I'm I'm fatter than them. Like I'm fatter than them. What does that mean? Like because yeah. I uh, – hands up, I've thought these thoughts like yeah. 110%. Or, or, or the opposite. Yeah, yeah, or like, oh, no, I'm smaller than them or like, oh, they're really tall. Like I wonder what that's like. Like all these judgments. Like, yeah. And I think, again, what a great tool that we've learned from the summit that we can then bring into not only our own self-body image but then judgment of other things and other people around us. It's so funny. I guess – like, you know, on our journey, we've learned all these things of how to just move through life mm. with more ease, more grace, mm. more kindness, ki- kindness, more comfort, more less angst, less anxiety. And more that, surrender. Yeah. It's it's like a beautiful thing. And we I want to thank like all these amazing people putting that work out into the world mm. because I mean, far out it's helped me as an individual mm-hmm. get through times, really tough times it's pretty amazing what we can do when we like have that space to self-reflect and have awareness that oh like I actually want to make a change 
and and have that opportunity to learn from yeah. people yeah. who are, who know more than us, who have done the work, who have experienced different things, yeah. who have different stories to tell other than my own. Like, oh my gosh, like so cool. all of these women that we've spoken to, it just has made me realize how great how like how great the information out there is. And how easily accessible it is. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, like you can just pick a podcast and listen to it or I can just join the summit. And, yeah, you guys should join the summit and I'm going to get access to all of this that they've just we've just spoken about. Yeah. And more. So I think like that's the biggest lesson is like don't stop digging. Like I know. Keep discovering. Keep uncovering. Keep like finding new things out about yourself and being the the greatest version that you want to be like the greatest version yeah. of you that you want to be not, know. not for someone else not because you think you should be a certain way just like who do you want to be who are you actually? I love that Carl I love that so much I want to like go back to what you just said about being the greatest version of yourself as how you want to be because mm-hmm. I was in a conversation the other night and it was all about like what are our values as as a business it was and it was like well I want to project the message of like you know be your best be the best version of yourself like and they were talking about you know getting up early and like being disciplined and blah 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 and it was really like like I was reflecting but not adding my opinion because like I knew it wouldn't get me anywhere hee <laughs> Uh, but it was like the best version of him. Yes. He was describing that he wanted to promote the best version of himself. Yes. So I was thinking like, hang on a minute, like you're describing the be- you what you want to inspire people with, but I don't want to be like that. Yeah. And it was really interesting to see that. And I just love how you like added that disclaimer of – you know, your best self could be completely different to my best self. And I hope it is because we're all unique and amazing and different. It's so true. And like how many times do we hear that kind of message of like be the best version of you and it's like, yeah, like do this and do that and you'll be better than you are. And it's like maybe I'm not a morning person. Maybe I don't want to wake up early. Like maybe I want to wake up at eight and that's cool. Like that's me being my best and that's okay. Yeah. It's kind of like how we always say, Emmy, is like – Take the things that sound good to you. Like take what resonates. Like take what you're interested in. Like if there's like a little spark where you're like, hmm, like that could work for me. Like take that and see what happens to you within and without. And then you can choose to keep it or let it go. Yeah. Like it's not about saying yes to everything. Like fasting, for example, is something that came up a lot. But it doesn't work for everyone. No. It doesn't because like some people don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Like it. Like if you're like if you're not liking it, like I'm going to say don't do not do it. Yeah, exactly. But where how Nat described it was like, you know, most majority of people really like how it makes them feel. Yeah. Like inside, inside yeah. their body, not externally, yeah. inside their body. I mean, it's – I think this is the ongoing human struggle in today's society where, you know, having that moment to stop and reflect, oh, is this choice I'm making for myself mm. or is this choice for somebody else mm. in my life? Is it for my partner? Is it for my parents? Is it for my siblings? Is it for the society mm. to get the tick of approval, to, you know, follow everyone else's path? Because I thought my whole life this is what I'm supposed to mm. be doing. Mm-hmm. And I think – can you guys hear that weird noise? It's like a drill or something? Yeah, Hopefully not. Annoying. Sorry. Uh, I think it's – I guess as I – am 
you know, as I get older and wiser and, <laughs> and so, so wise beyond my years, right? Haha, <laughs> kidding. Uh, but, you know, like I'm living a life that is not what I saw it would be mm. as I grew up. Mm. And I mean, it is not a life where, you know, my parents lived a different life. So, you know, I looked at them as, you know, the goal for life, mm. like find your partner, have the babies, mm. By the, the house. house. And, man, I've gone about this a whole different way and I love it and I'm embracing it more and I'm accepting it even more and and more like, wow, like I have so much fun now. Like mm. that's what I'm going to follow. That's my, that's my goal now to go towards the joy. Mm. Where can I create a life of more depth, of more uh, like soul-feeling, mm. soul-feeding experiences and, you know, that's what's going to give me that life of fulfillment, not the cookie cutter, what everyone else is doing. And I mean, like, if, you, if that is what fuels you and, and feeds you, yes, go for it. This is me talking ab- mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. And you might resonate with that as well, mm-hmm. or you might not. I think everyone's going to resonate in their own way. Yeah, true. if we're living a cookie cutter life, that's not the life of themselves. Yeah, it's not actually it's not a thing. Path. It's like, not it's even not a, a thing, thing, is it? Like... If you feel like you're not following your truth, yeah, dig a little deeper. What is that? Seek your truth. What Find does that it. Mean? Uncover if you feel it. like there's something else within, like lurking in the depths, the, de- the depths that you like want to like go and like swim in for a little bit. Might be a bit murky, but mm, like but dig, go keep on, going, go do on. it. <laughs> I dare ya. Then like have a little look, like get still, have yeah. a little time, and just like see what you find, and it can be fun. It, it can, can be, be scary, scary, but I I know that it's worth it. I know. Yeah. Hmm. So, so fun. fun. All started with pizza, hey? <sighs> Who would have thought? The pizza episode. I love it. If you guys have comments, questions, want to chat, get in touch with us on Instagram or Facebook. We really love hearing from you. We love your ideas for podcast episodes too. So make sure we you We still do didn't do know. that idea. Yeah, we've got one. And Growth and bliss. Bliss. We're going to talk, we'll talk about, about that. It. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We actually have a really great episode coming soon with one of our best friends who lives yeah. in New York City. It's going to be a great episode. You're going to love it. So keep an eye out for that one as well. But otherwise, we'll see you at the Merry Body Online Summit. Sign up at summit.themerrymakersisters.com. It's all free. It's happening from the 1st to the 2nd of February. You really don't want to miss out. And I want to add, if you're listening to this after the 1st and 2nd of February 2020, that link will take you somewhere good. I'm just not <laughs> sure where because that's the future. We're like, where are we going to redirect that? We'll redirect no that idea. and we'll, it'll be a page where it will tell you how to find the recordings, yes, I'm sure. You will be able to get yes. them in the future. Yes. I love it. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.